I'm Michelle Broadbent and welcome to your Business Boost podcast. Join me as I take you behind the scenes to show you what it's really like to build a successful business. I'll be sharing practical tools, advice and insights that will change the way you work. So if you're ready to boost your business and your life, let's get started with today's episode. Hello, lovely. It's Michelle here. Welcome to part three of this limited series of your Business Boost podcast, where we are holiday proofing your business. We're getting you and your business set up so that you can step away and enjoy a relaxing break this year. Very, very important as business owners that we take regular time away. So much goodness happens when we pause from our businesses, but I do acknowledge that when you run a business, it's not always the easiest, most straightforward thing to do. So what I am sharing over these episodes are tips that you can implement into your business and hopefully, fingers and toes crossed, step out and have that gorgeous time out that we all should be taking in our businesses. So if you've been playing along, uh, the last two episodes have been very much focused on your time now. So before you go away, between now and when you go on your break, what you're spending your time doing, ensuring that your calendar represents your priorities, making sure that you have time to complete the tasks that are most important to you, that you're spending time, that you have time time available to spend with the most important people in your life uh, so that when you do get to that holiday period, you aren't a strung out mess, so that you feel accomplished, so that you don't have dozens of open loops in your head, that you can just relax and enjoy the break. So what we're going to talk about today in this episode is what's going to happen to your business while you're away. How will your business run while you're not there? And what I'm sharing today is definitely not prescriptive. There are going to be people listening to this episode who can very easily and straightforward switch on an out-of-office message on their emails and disappear for a couple of weeks without a care in the world because everyone else you deal with is on holidays too. But there are different types of businesses where you do need to keep certain things ticking along. So we are going to look at how we can have support from technology and also people in order to keep business running while you're lying on a sun lounger, drinking a cocktail. So the first thing that you need to do, and this might sound super obvious, but I'm going to spell it out anyway, and that is to actually identify what business as usual looks like for you and your business. So if you've been with us since the first part of this series, the first thing that I said in part one was to go into your calendar and block out your holiday dates. So hopefully you have done that and you may have done this task while blocking those um, dates out. But if you haven't, start by going into your calendar and look at what is already in there. Are there recurring meetings that need to be postponed or cancelled? Who do you need to communicate with to let them know that um, that is not happening? Um, 
And this is where I encourage you to um, to tell, don't ask. So there are many things that we do, um, like kind of, I guess, self-imposed deadlines and rhythms in our business. And, you know, is what you are doing with a particular client, is it necessary for you guys to have a meeting, um, your regular, I don't know, Tuesday whip, um, the week in between Christmas and New Year? Is that really important? And, um, you know, again, without visibility of your business, it's hard for me to make that call. But I will make, I guess, like a bit of a sweeping statement and saying that if you are running a business here in Australia, it is highly, highly, highly likely that your clients will also be on holidays during that time. So just go through, be a bit ruthless and cancel those recurring things, but also looking at what deadlines you have in your business, whether it's in your, in, you know, in your systems and processes, whether you have it all mapped out in uh, your project management system or, or wherever you may catch those deadlines, go looking there. What is going to fall due while you're on holidays? And then identifying again, does it need to happen then? Can it happen after I get back? Um, or if it's something that absolutely must happen, then how am I going to fit that in to my holiday time? And we're going to talk more about that next week, but I'll give you an example of something like that, which you might be kind of going, well, I don't know what that is in my business. So um, I took one of my accountability circle groups away on a retreat last week. And one of the women in the group, she has the sole responsibility in her business for, for the payroll. So not like, not the actual, like, you know, the processing per se, it's the actual execution. She has the key from the bank that only she holds and she had to make that transfer happen while we were away because the date fell um, while we were on retreat. So at a particular point in time during the retreat, she had to jump out and it was a quick and fairly straightforward task for her because it's something she does all the time, but there was literally no one else in her business authorized to do that. So there may be tasks like that for you that only you are able to do. And as I said, we'll talk more about how you'll fit that into your holiday time next week. But looking again back to these tasks, these deadlines, these things that must happen to continue business as usual, what could be taken care of before you go away and then use technology to keep things ticking along? So starting with something that we're all responsible for in our businesses. Well, we may not be, you know, we're the brains behind it, but we may already have someone executing this. But if you don't, this is something that falls to you and that is our marketing efforts. So things like your weekly or fortnightly or monthly emails that you send out to your clients and everyone on your list, um, your social media content, um, what of that, A, like, first of all, does it need to keep happening? 
Is it going to land on deaf ears? So who are your clients? Are they all going to be away as well? Is your email going to be one of the dozens that they delete as soon as they get back from holidays? In which case, I suggest that you give yourself a break over the couple of weeks. Again, comes down to communication. You could send your final email on the 15th of December and just say, hey, I'm going on holidays and I'm going to pause my regular emails until I get back on the 8th of January. Um, again, your business, you can determine the rhythm, but for, for there could be reasons why you want to keep going um, during the holiday period. Uh, you might have something big that you're, that you're launching or a new service offering, or you could run a business where it's really important that you are in people's faces over the, the, the new year period. Um, in which case, Set everything up before you go away. Make time in your calendar to write those emails, to schedule those emails, and let technology take care of everything for you. Um, same with your social media content. Like, you know, my God, there are a myriad of social media scheduling tools that you can use. There is incredible tools with AI and Canva where you can create dozens of social media posts in a very short amount of time. And if it is important to you that you remain visible over the holiday period, then Get that all happening now and schedule it in advance and don't give it a second thought. Uh, No, we're not quite finished yet. I am pausing this episode for a moment because while we're very focused on getting your business ready for the holidays, it's quite possible that through this process, your brain keeps shifting to those things that you really wanted to achieve this year, but didn't quite make happen. So these could be big dreams that you had the best of intentions of bringing to life, or it could be more specific goals like a new service offering or a website update or hiring a new team member. There is nothing worse than getting to this time of year and feeling disappointed, wondering where the time went and beating yourself up for what you didn't get done. Now, do not beat yourself up. That is completely unnecessary. Instead, take action to ensure that 2024 is not a repeat of this year. The best way to make anything happen in your business and your life is to adequately plan for it. And that's what I'm here to help you with. I'm offering a limited number of one-on-one planning days for women just like you to prepare your business for an incredible 2024. So this is a full day, just you and I, where we will turn your vision into reality. I'll dive deep into your business and provide practical strategies, structure specifically to you, as well as the resources and connections to make it all happen. You'll walk away from our day together feeling energized and confident with a clear roadmap for your year ahead. So don't keep wishing. Let's make a solid, actionable plan together and change the way you do business next year. Email me at michelle at michellebroadbent.com.au for more information and let's get you set up for an amazing year next year. Now let's get back to holiday proofing your business.
Now, if you are a service provider and the business relies on you providing that service, obviously when you are on holidays, you are not going to be personally delivering your service. However, you could create an online offering, a digital offering um, that is providing some portion of your service um, in a set up way and you could be making money from your holidays. And this is something that I did last year and it worked brilliantly. So I did a, um, it was a pre-record, pre-recorded webinar with a workbook um, to re- reflect and reset for the new year. So the timing of the product was perfect. You know, it was landing in people's inboxes um, over the Christmas new year period because that's when people want to do that kind of work, right? And I think it would have been a missed opportunity if I waited until I got back from my holidays mid-January to do that. In saying that, people were continuing to buy it in January, but definitely the peak downloads for that kind of product were um, were over the, the, the new year period. So I recorded that. I created the workbook. I got that all set up with like an email sequence um, and the ability to purchase it. So it was a it was a paid product. It wasn't a freebie. You could do this with a freebie as well if that was part of your um, your marketing activity. Um, but what that did was it, it. And look, it wasn't it wasn't you know it wasn't money that I was going to retire to the Bahamas with. But it was definitely income that I wouldn't have been making while I was on holidays that came in very handy to kick off the year. So perhaps there's something like that in your business that you could have as a set and forget um, revenue stream for while you were um, lying on a sun lounger. Really great to use technology there. So I used a platform called Kajabi, but there are many other um, programs that you can use to get that all set up and no touch from you while you are away. And like I said, do that with paid product. You could also do that with lead magnets, um, dealing with customer inquiries, new customer inquiries. If you set up an email sequence so that you don't feel like you have to be in your inbox responding to people while you're away. So as long as you get that nurture sequence set up before you go away and let your tech do all the hard work, then anyone that inquires to to work with you in the new year, for example, their response gets answered. I think that is a big thing for people when they start to kind of nag you is when they don't fit, they don't know that that their response their inquiry has been received. So having some kind of nurture sequence set up to deal with your inquiries while you're away will prevent that pull into the um, into the inbox. Um, you can go a step further and incorporate. Um, uh, booking systems like Calendly or Acuity or Book Like a Boss or any of those sorts of systems, so that um, you know you can you can set it up so they can book a time with you as soon as you get back from holidays. Um, that's a really smart way of speeding up the process so that when you get back, you're able to talk to these people straight away. So um, yeah, just looking for ways to get tech to deal with your customer service. The other side of things too is finance. So um, 
Obviously, end of month does fall while, well, while I'm away, definitely between Christmas and New Year. Um, and I have a bunch of tasks that I do in my business at the end of every month. So um, there are things that I can do thanks to the brilliance of zero, where I can create invoices that then get sent out at a particular point of time. Um, I can also um, prepay a lot of my um, bills and that kind of thing. Um, so that's, that's a really really good use of tech as well on the um, financial side of things also. Um, And then of course, just like rules in your actual inbox. So what you, what, what is the worst thing when we come back from a holiday, our inbox is bulging and there's all of this crap that you sort of spend like, a. I mean, I shouldn't say crap. That's terrible, isn't it? But there is a lot of, there is a lot of crap in there sometimes. Um, if you can set up rules while you are away to deal with those emails, um, and, you know, using Outlook or your, um, Gmail, there's a lots of brilliant, um, things that you can use there that will take care of your emails for you. So just look at ways of using technology so that you're not coming back to like dozens and dozens of emails. It's like a real buzzkill when that happens. But there are things in our businesses that technology cannot look after all by itself. And there are things that require a human touch. And everyone's business is different, but there are solutions that will work um, no matter what your business is. So first of all, if you have existing team members um, who have that, I guess, brains trust, that ability to step up and step into um, perhaps more responsibility while you're away, then brilliant. I would always start there because um, you know, they've got that company knowledge, that intimate company knowledge. Um, if there isn't someone already in your business, could you get someone, because we still have a month before the end of the year, um, is there a virtual assistant that you could use or a virtual reception service? I think these are brilliant and people do forget about these, um, but that they that they exist and they are a really cost-effective way of, of connecting with your potential customers or customers or people that are contacting your business. And I know it sounds very old school, but there, I know there are a lot of businesses who who get a lot of phone calls. Um, but that doesn't mean that you need to be the one answering the phone while you are on holidays. You can divert numbers to a virtual reception service. You give them a script. They follow the script. You give them instructions on what needs to happen. A virtual assistant could keep your inbox clear for you. You know, if the if if rules just aren't going to work for you, if there are things that require a human touch, uh, this is where your systems and your processes are going to help you enormously. Um, but the success of any human support requires a really clear brief on what is expected. So making sure they understand what is required of them and what done looks like. And most importantly, what an emergency looks like, because what I would constitute an emergency is going to look very different to what you would constitute an emergency. So it's like, if you've got someone holding the fort for you, 
what do they need to escalate to you and what stays with them to be taken care of either by them or by you on your return. So just having that really clear communication plan there is going to help. And, um, I acknowledge that um, for some people, this can be a really big step in your business, but I feel like now is the perfect time to test the waters and see what a difference it makes having great people in your team, even if it is like contractors, you know, they don't have to be permanently employed by you. I'm not saying go and hire someone this week to take care of your business while you're on holidays, but you could definitely bring in um, expert help. So look at, yeah, the human and the tech support that you could implement into your business to take care of things while you're away. So I hope these tips have helped today next week for the final part in this four-part series, we're going to focus on how to get that balance right. For some of you, for many of you, let's face it, as a business owner, we can't switch off 100%. So I'm going to share some tips of how to blend that business stuff into your break where you have to. So thanks for playing along. Thanks for listening. I'm not sure if I mentioned this last week, but um, there is a checklist that you can download with all of these steps in there. If you go to michellebroadbent.com.au forward slash holidays, you can download the checklist there that's got everything that we've covered covering across all four of these episodes. But have a great week and I look forward to talking to you next time. <music>